This reading is from Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16. How can a young person live a clean life? By carefully reading the map of your word. I am single-minded in pursuit of you. Don't let me miss the road signs you've posted. I've banked your promises in the vault of my heart, so I won't sin myself bankrupt. Be blessed, God. Train me in your ways of wise living. I'll transfer to my lips all the counsel that comes from your mouth. I delight far more in what you tell me about living than in gathering a pile of riches. I ponder every morsel of wisdom from you. I attentively watch how you've done it. I relish everything you've told me of life. I won't forget a word of it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hattie. Can we give her a cap? Perfect. Thank you. You can give her a wing woman here as well Emmy perfect thank you so that version that Hattie read was beautiful it was from um, the message version I think and I think what was coming up on your screen might have been the NIV not sure what happened there but all good Um, so we are thinking this morning about that passage um, from Psalm 119 and um, I want us to think about three words um, from that passage and um, the first thing I want to do though before we do that is tell you a story now Oh, my thing's gone. Right, this is the story, and I don't know what his name is without looking. Here we go. Um, His name was Aaron Smith. And in 2015, 2015, um, at Christmas time, him and his family decided for some fun reason that they were going to pretend they'd won the lottery. So they took loads of photos of them posing with um, giant checks, as you do, um, just for fun, to pretend they won the lottery, put it on social media. Um, everyone thought it was hilarious. Turns out, totally didn't realise it, but this guy, Aaron, or Aaron Smith, I don't know, um, he, turns out, he actually had bought a lottery t- ticket, and without realising it, while posing for these pretend photos, actually had won the lottery, um, and he won an, a ridiculous, absolutely a million multi-million pound ticket that he had in his um, pocket. Now, I don't know whether any of you feel like uh, that would be a great thing. Let's go do some posing and pretending. Um, but I, it got me thinking um, about winning the lottery and run, like gaining loads and loads of money. What would you do if you won the lottery? So I'm literally going to give you 10 seconds. Have a think or talk to the person next to you. What would you do if you won the lottery? Go. Okay. Three, two, one... Right, any ideas? What would we do if we won the lottery? What would we do? Buy a million what? Dogs. I love it. Yeah, that you would need a massive house and really big garden. Uh, anything else? What would you do? You're going to have to shout. Go ahead. Ah, oh, you'd give some to other people. That's amazing. What would you do, Amy? You'd buy a purse. That's a very wise idea to put all your money in. I love it. Uh, What else would anyone do? Yeah, what would you do? You'd give it to your family. That's very kind, yes. Nice, you'd give some to the church. Well, we'd appreciate that. Any church would appreciate that, I'm sure. Right, what have you got over there? Yeah. A big trampoline. Yes, I love that giant trampoline. These are all very tame. I like it. Anyone buy a new car? 
I'm sure that's what you do. Uh, I would definitely buy a house. That would be mine 100% if I won the lottery. Um, but if we won the lottery, I think it would be a seriously joyful celebratory moment. Um, we'd be very excited. We'd want to tell all our friends. Um, and so the first, uh, the first word that I want us to think about this morning from this passage is rejoice. And verse 14 says, I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. Now, the word statutes statutes just means laws or decrees. Um, So it's basically saying, I am as joyful and as happy about following God's rules, God's laws, as I would be with great wealth, with winning the lottery. Now, that made me think... Do I really celebrate God's words and following him and his instructions as much as I would um, with winning the lottery? Can I really say that that would be true? And the message translation, um, which we heard read to us, said, I delight far more in what you tell me about living than in gathering a pile of riches. And I think that's interesting because that puts it slightly more into our context, doesn't it? So the chances are none of us are ever going to win the lottery sadly. But um, we do work for riches, for money. Um, That is something that we do, whether it's doing our chores to earn our pocket money, whether it's going to work. Um, We strive often to get promotions, to do better and better, to make more money. Um, It's something that we put time into. It's something that we prioritize. Um, And so I suppose my first question to us this morning is, do we give as much time to reading God's word, to learning what the Bible says about God and to what it means to be a Christian as we do to our work and gathering um, our money? And um, my guess is that for a lot of us, the answer is probably no. Now, interestingly, when you ask people who've won the lottery uh, how, what happened, how their life went, what difference it made, most of them actually say it was pretty rubbish. Because either uh, people start being a bit mean to them or people start trying to cheat them out of money or they spend money and they want to do all these expensive things but then their friends can't do those expensive things with them. And people say, it didn't make me happy. And if you speak to people that have earned a lot of money, um, a lot of the time they will tell you the same, that no matter how much money I earn, it didn't make me happy ultimately. And so this verse in the psalm um, that says, I rejoice in your word, in following your statues as one rejoices in great riches, reminds me that actually delving into the Bible and learning what it means to be a Christian and living out that life is much more fulfilling and much greater ultimately than any amount of money that we can be given. So the first word that I want us to remember is rejoice. We want to rejoice in following God's words, um, in reading the Bible, in learning how God wants us to live, um, and then putting it into action. And by doing it, we discover so much more joy. So it's this weird cycle. We rejoice and in the Bible and in following his words, and it makes us more joyful, which then makes us want to do it even more. And it's a nice rejoicing cycle. So our first word is rejoice. Um, our second word is meditate. Because in verse 15, it says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Which again, um, is another word for rules. Precepts is this idea of rules that guide thoughts or behavior. Um, So this is saying, I meditate on your rules and consider your ways. Now, can you show me a meditating face? What would it look like to meditate? It's quite tricky. 
Yeah, I love it. Okay, you did exactly what I wanted you to do, Hannah. Right, when we think of meditating, um, we probably don't think about running around, do we? We probably don't think about doing a million things. We don't think about long lists. Um, we don't think about being active. Um, we think about being calm. We think about um, spending time in quiet, being still. Um, maybe we think about beautiful scenery or music. Um, meditating is slow and it's deliberate. It takes time and it takes effort, but the idea of meditation is that it brings peace and relaxation. Now, when it comes to studying the Bible, which is what Psalm 119 talks a lot about, um, or being a Christian, we often think about doing. We think about reading through our Bible in a year or ticking off our daily Bible reading or um, from our to-do list or coming to church or listening to a podcast or serving and helping out. And these are all really, really good things, but they can become chores and they can become tick box exercises that we read our Bible before bed, tick, we've done that job for the day. Now this verse um, that we read out from the message says, I ponder every morsel of wisdom from you. I attentively watch how you've done it. And this suggests to me taking time. It suggests um, being slow. It reminds me of eating a really, really wonderful meal. I want you to imagine like the most beautiful food that if you could order anything in a restaurant, what would you order? Um, if you picture that meal and you want to savor it, you want to enjoy it, you might chop it up into teeny tiny pieces and you savor every single mouthful or every lick of ice cream, okay? You enjoy it nicely and slowly. Um, you might carefully choose which bits that you eat. And it's like that with the Bible. The psalmist that wrote this meditates on what God says and does, taking time to carefully consider each little part. So he takes little bits at a time, thinks about them over and over again, and we can ask ourselves, what does this mean? What God might be saying to me? And every day we might feel like God says something different through the same sentence. So we want us to rejoice and prioritize the Bible. That's the first thing we want us to do. Um, but we also want to meditate on the words that he has given us. And so rather than rushing through and reading big chunks, which sometimes is really good, we also want to take time to take small parts of the Bible and spend lots of time thinking carefully over what they might say to us. Um, so what we're actually going to do is um, we're going to spend a minute now really quickly before we finish um, just popping around the room and you will see that I have put some Bible verse pictures or cards up. So there are some on the edge, they're hanging up, there's some hanging up here um, and we're going to put um, some on the screen too and um, we're just going to spend a minute, not very long, um, I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God to draw our hearts and our minds to a Bible verse. Now, if you are drawn to it because it's pretty or it, and it's a beautiful color or it's your favorite color, that's totally okay, okay? There's no right or wrong about how God's going to draw us to them. We're just going to have a look at them and choose one that we think, yeah, I want that one, okay? And then I want you to take it off the wall or take it off the string and um, take it with you. And we're going to use that uh, Bible verse as an encouragement to meditate on it, to think about what it says over and over this week um, as we leave, okay? So we're going to do that. Um, we'll do it in a minute. We'll wait for a second, but then we're going to do that. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to rejoice. We're going to meditate. 
which we'll come back to. Um, And my final word is delight. Because in verse 16, it says, I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. So, enjoy, delight, relish. They're all words that I have um, found in this sentence. And um, it just reminded me to finish this morning. I wanted to just remind us to make it fun. Like the Bible, reading the Bible is meant to be uh, a delight. We're meant to enjoy it. It's meant to be fun. And um, there are lots of ways that we can do that. Um, Newsflash, the Bible doesn't have to be boring, okay? Because for some of us, we feel like reading the Bible is boring, and that is okay. I know that feeling. Um, But we want to try and find ways to make it fun. Um, And that looks different for different different people. So we might want to read about the Bible. We might want to read books about it. We might find sticker books or coloring books. And adults, there's coloring books for you too. Um, There are books where you can bake um, different things as you that go with Bible passages throughout the stories to help you think about them. You can journal, you can draw, you could paint what you read. Um, You could meet with friends to do it together. You could talk about it over hot chocolate or your favorite food. Um, This is something that's really been revolutionary to me or to us recently because I've discovered that I'm actually, I much prefer listening to the Bible than reading the Bible. And so um, instead of trying to read the Bible every day, I've started listening to the Bible every day and I find it much more enjoyable. And um, just a small change has suddenly transformed the way um, that, I, uh, that I find it. So tucked up in bed with a cup of tea, listening to the Bible. And so um, my question that I want to leave us with today um, is what would make you enjoy reading the Bible or being a Christian more? And that's a question for you to ask yourself. How can I enjoy this more? And it might be a question as a family to chat about. How can I enjoy reading the Bible? What would be helpful for me? Um, And it's a perfect morning for that, actually, with Quench um, Bookstall, because there's so many options of things you could look at for inspiration. Um, So, yeah, we're going to rejoice. We want to praise God for the word that he's given us, and we want to prioritize it like we prioritize our work and our money. Um, we want to meditate on his words and think carefully over and over um, small passages of scripture um, in quiet and in calm um, and in amongst our everyday. And we want to delight. We want to find ways to enjoy what God is saying to us. So I am going to pray. Um, And then what we're going to do is we're going to um, just spend a minute um, trying to choose a verse. Now, um, feel free to get up and wander around and have a look at them. Um, Hopefully, they're not too much in the way of where people are sitting. There's also going to be some come up on the screen. So if you don't want to move for whatever reason, you can see some of them. um, And then you could try and find that picture afterwards. Um, And if you're watching at home, then you could choose one of these verses that pop up on the screen um, too and write that down and take it as something to meditate on. So um, we're just going to spend a couple of minutes. Once I feel like everyone's sat back down, we're going to finish by worshipping together. Um, But let me pray before we do that. God, we thank you for your words, and we thank you that um, you use them to speak to us and to guide our lives. And I pray right now that as we look at these words of yours written up around the room, that you would um, draw our eyes and our hearts to things that you want us to ponder, things that you want us to think about, things that you want us to consider. And that you would use this as a way to speak to us um, now and also in the weeks to come. 
So right now, God, I pray that you would guide us as we look at these. Amen. Amen. So we're going to pop a little video on. Um, You can listen to the words of the song as well um, because they're relevant. And then, yeah, choose a Bible verse that you'd like to take with you.